Hey there, lovely listener. Welcome to the Confidence Connection Podcast, your cozy corner for faith-powered confidence chats that are down-to-earth as your favorite pair of jeans. I'm Ashley Henriot, your go-to conversation partner for this fun, faith-filled journey. Now, we're not here for the holier-than-thou vibes, but to keep it real and relatable. Life's already a bit too serious, right? So why not sprinkle in some humor and some practical faith wisdom? I am so excited that you chose to listen to the Confidence Connection podcast. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and anywhere you listen so you never miss an episode and you get to hang out with your girl every Tuesday. I want to personally invite you to our inner circle, a gathering of bold women ready to bring Jesus into their businesses their homes, and relationships. It's more than a community. It's a confidence revolution. Just swing by ashleyhenryout.com to grab your spot. I'm saving you a seat. Um, Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Ashley Henriot, your podcast host of The Confidence Connection. I am so honored that you are here today. We are going to talk about gratitude with Thanksgiving coming up and everybody's posts being about like, day one, I'm thankful for my children. Don't get me started, okay? Anyways, what is real gratitude and why is it important and how should we actually walk in it when sometimes we feel like we have nothing to be grateful for? That's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk about practical ways and then what are the real benefits of gratitude and being grateful and then how did it help me in my times of darkness and uncertainty and just when I have every right not to be thankful. And so we're going to talk about those things today. How are you? Are you comfortable? With practicing gratitude, I find that It really goes hand in hand with mindful moments or what I would like to call mindful moments. Today, I want to talk to you about the art of expressing that in a very practical way. Being thankful or being grateful is not like this feeling, right? It's not fleeting. It's not this emotional response. It's practice. What is the power of gratitude, honestly? What is it? And I like to keep it real with you guys. I like to be honest around here in this community on the confidence connection, okay? I wanted to share like a personal story about what is the power of gratitude. A few years ago, during a very challenging period of my life, felt like I actually had no choice but to be grateful. There was this woman in my life who, during the time I had went to help me uh, get my finances in order because my ex had just left me with two kids, an $800 power bill, and it was a blessing in disguise in itself. But I was at a period in my life that I had to pick and choose what bill I was going to pay that month. What bills were you going to pay this month? Because I just didn't have enough money coming in. And that was a really difficult time in my life. And connecting with this woman who was helping me get my finances in order, get out of debt and get ahead of my bills so I can start saving money, which was also a very sweet time of my life. 
I found that gratitude was really the the catalyst of confidently walking in such a crazy season of my life. I was broke. I was getting out of debt. I did get out of debt, but it was in little moments like connecting with that woman, being able to work when my kids go to school and taking them with me. I was forced into really recognizing mindful moments where I could be grateful to God even in such crazy circumstances. I got out of debt in that season because I chose to be so disciplined in my finances and I had some help. I was very blessed by the people in the church who helped me truly fix my car when it would shut down and things like that. Those were moments that I was grateful. I got out of $15,000 debt during that time in four months, five months. And I was still able to work and my income never changed. Like it never went up and it never went down. I just became so much more in order. And I had people who uh, really supported me and gave me a chance and opportunity to finally get on my feet. And I just remember like learning to be grateful and all the little things, even when I would have a bad day. And for accountability, I would talk to this woman and she would always, if I said something negative, she'd be like, at least you have a phone. Or she would always like not necessarily gaslight me, but help me keep my fresh perspective. So I didn't go down and unravel. Like there was a period where you're allowed to be negative and you are allowed to not be okay. And you should embrace those moments of weaknesses and anger because it's good to be angry and it's good to be in connection of your feelings. It becomes dangerous when we elope ourselves in it, right? When we become a little unhinged and then we are in a cycle of what we call in the thought process of negativity, where now everything we see is negative and we just go down this hole of darkness, which steals away everything, all of our progress, all of our grace, all of our joy, and all of our peace. And I learned during that period when I did this, I was also journaling. And I necessarily wasn't adding my mindful moments of gratitude into my journaling. I I more so use that as talking to God, which is another form to be thankful for, but also mostly sharing my thoughts and what I read that day, right? Learning about the Bible. And I decided to bring that into it. And in doing so, I got off the phone with that woman. And one evening, as I sat down to write in my journal, uh, I was just decided to look where I was. I had a warm cup of tea. I just got off the phone with a good friend who was helpful. And the sun was setting outside this cute little window I had in my tiny little apartment. And in doing that with the kids asleep, I realized I had more things to be thankful for. The peace and quiet of my home, being able to drink a cup of tea, having friends to talk to. And the more that I practiced changing things of what could have been a lonely posture, position, and been in pity of my circumstance, I decided to look at the cup of tea and think, wow, I'm so grateful I get to finally have a nice cup of hot tea. 
and not warm it up a hundred times. I'm so thankful that I have someone who holds me accountable and takes the time to truly be my friend and listen to me. And it started to stir things up on the inside of me. And I realized I was finding fresh perspective in my life, no matter the circumstance. And that is powerful because you are taking back the enemy and what he's stealing from you. You're taking it back. And so it's about embracing small moments of joy. It's about defining what those are. Write them down. Pay attention. Take a stop. You're in a car maybe. It's breaking down. It's old. It's junky. I've been there. But you have a car and you're able to get to work that day. It's not a perfect car. It needs work. But you have a vehicle and you're able to provide for your family. And it's not this negative positivity. It genuinely is gratitude to, to take back to protect our peace, to protect our joy. And the more that I did those things, the more my perspective started to shift. And it didn't matter the challenge. What I found in embracing this practice, remember it's a practice, is I found a more profound sense of peace and contentment. And if you've never heard me say this before, I will tell you now that contentment is where confidence is. When you are content in your circumstance, then you can connect to Christ who has called you and you will find clarity in contentment because you're not looking for something more. Write that down because it is so powerful. Which brings me to number two in regard of being mindful is that to incorporate this kind of gratitude into your life. Hold on, girl. I know you're loving today's episode. Before we jump back in, let's get real about something any of us face. Do those nagging self-doubts, imposter syndrome, the fear of rejection ever hold you back from being bold in your business? in your relationships, in the world, especially when you're aiming to align with your mission for Jesus. Well, here's the scoop. My Confidence Connection two-day virtual workshop is your compass to navigate those challenges. We're rolling up our sleeves to tackle imposter syndrome head on, kick the fear of rejection to the curb, empower you boldly to align your business with your mission for Christ. And we're not stopping there. In this workshop, I'll equip you with practical strategies. Silence those confidence killers. You'll walk away with actionable steps to conquer self-doubt, slay imposter syndrome, confidently shine your light for Jesus in your business and ultimately in your life. And the exciting part? You could snag a bundle of confidence boosting goodies like my confidence code quiz, my ebook, five days to a more confident you, a coffee on me or a few and a sweet discount code for our inner circle and even more surprises. Don't wait another second. Visit ashleyhenriot.com workshop right now to secure your spot. Let's conquer those confidence killers and the challenges line your business with your mission and boldly shine your light 
for Jesus with practical strategies in hand. I'll even link it in the show notes for you. So don't forget to check that out after this episode. One of the most powerful tools I found is journaling, talking with a friend, routine and consistency. If I knew that something was going to stay in place for the most part, then it gave me the freedom to not just survive, but thrive. And thriving isn't prosperity. Thriving is knowing that you've set your life in a way to be content. You set your life in a way that you do have some sort of cycle of consistency because where there's contentment, there is consistency. So where is an area in your life where you can be consistent, to be content, to stay confident, so you can start practicing these gratitude, mindful exercises to protect your peace. It could be um, maybe every morning or night, whatever that is for you in your season. I've had Bible studies, journaling morning and night, sometimes during nap. Take a few moments to write down these three things, okay? Three things that you're grateful for. Maybe it's a heartfelt conversation with a friend. Maybe it's the drops of rain. Maybe it's a snow day and you didn't have to go to work that day and your kids didn't have to go to school. Whatever that is, over time, I actually want you to keep that list of things. And this list will ground you. And the reason that is, and I want to encourage you again to try it and start small. Okay, that's why I said three things. Even if it's one thing, start small, whatever is unique to you. Just jot jot it down in the morning in your notepad and your phone and see how it feels over time. And get this, you're going to find that as your your list grows effortlessly, so does your sense of gratitude, which protects, maintains your peace. And that will consume all of you. And peace is powerful for your purpose. I am always playing off words. We know what the power of gratitude, the definition of it is, the effects of it. We know how to start practicing it practically. But what is the rippling effect of it, right? So it isn't just like this personal experience that we just apply to our lives. Actually, it's really contagious. It is the connection of community, when you are walking out in public, it is, you're a magnet, you're magnetic. When you learn to be so grateful on such little things, it humbles people and people are only attracted to that. And you never know the kind of people that you'll meet in your gratitude, perspective, and mindset. And not only are you inspiring yourself to be better, but you're inspiring others, which is your mission and your goal. It's the first step to understanding your purpose. It's not about, do I serve people? It's about, how will I serve people? We have to change what we define as calling. It cannot be, God, am I supposed to serve people? It needs to be, God, how do you want me to serve these people? The people isn't the question and neither is the serving part, but it's how we work in the body of the church. Where are you called in the body of the church? And maybe in this season of your life, maybe you're a single mom, it's simple acts of kindness. It's just asking someone genuinely how they are, sitting with someone, 
maybe calling a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Be realistic about where you are in your season. It means everything in the world for someone to truly see someone else. Not to have the right thing to say, not to be the smartest person in the world, but everyone wants to feel seen. And when you do that for someone, you never know what they're going to see in you. And hopefully it is Jesus, because that is ultimately the head of the church and our goal. If you could, for a second, in your own world, could you imagine a world full of gratitude? And it's a language that we all speak, where a just genuine thank you can heal a wound, an act of appreciation. It creates connections. The world starts with us, right here, right now. What is a guided gratitude meditation that we can do that I want you to process as we end this episode? I want you to find a quiet space where you won't be disturbed. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to take a deep breath. And as you exhale, I want you to let go of tension in your body. I want you to think about something that you are profoundly grateful for. And if you can't think of that on your own, ask God right now. Say, what brings something to me that I should be grateful for, even if it is Christ himself? It could be a person. It could be a moment. It could be a quality about yourself. I want you to hold that thought in your mind and with each breath let that feeling of gratitude expand within you feel the warmth of gratitude filling your heart let it spread to every cell of your body and as you breathe in breathe in gratitude thank you jesus for this quiet moment thank you lord that i can release to you overwhelm doubt, intention. These are just an example way of how to truly apply that. Not just by writing down or listening, but practicing, meditating, bringing Christ in those moments of gratefulness, because that's where you will feel his most presence. He says, come to me with gratefulness. So this is the best way to not only connect in your community, to connect in your calling, but connect with Christ. So remember that being thankful, friend, is not just a practice. It isn't just a feeling. It isn't just an emotion. It's a superpower. It's a tool. I want you to go throughout your day and try to find moments of gratitude. Be mindful. And no matter how small they may seem, They are significant because it's how you make them and see them. Make it a ritual. Make it a habit, like brushing your teeth. Make it a way to be natural as breathing. Because you can create a world and a light within yourself that is illuminated. And people will be attracted to that light. Because all they see and hear all day is negativity and doubt but you can show them hope and a fresh start, a fresh wind and a fresh day and the glory of God. 
Because if you are going through shh, beep, crappy circumstances, and they see the joy of the Lord and the gratefulness that you carry, that is the glory of God. Because if someone who can go through so much can have so much joy and gratitude, that is the birth of hope. And that's what you carry, my friend. All right. Until next time, don't forget if this episode was helpful to you. Again, I want to hear how it helped you. I want to hear how it encouraged you. It takes two seconds, my friend, to go and leave a rating and review. You don't understand that your two seconds of writing down something really short, maybe one sentence, five words, I don't care, about the podcast and how it's helped you or a friend is really beneficial to the podcast. It is really beneficial to what we build here. It is really beneficial to the time that I put in to create these episodes for you. And I really want it to impact the people it needs to. So I really do need your help. I want you to leave a rating, a review, subscribe. Anywhere you listen to podcasts on YouTube, share it with a friend, share it on social media and tag me in it so I can also share how these things are helping you because I can feel you and I can envision you, but I can't see you and I can't see how it's impacting you and I want to. And that is the best way to do that. I will be sharing these reviews and these comments on social media and on the podcast. So don't forget to do that. I love you guys. And I'll see you next Tuesday on the Confidence Connection. Okay. As we wrap up another heart to heart episode, the Confidence Connection podcast, remember your connection with Christ isn't a lofty goal. It's your daily lifeline. If today's chat has you nodding in agreement, hallelujahs and amens along with it, or maybe even chuckling, show us some love, subscribe and leave a review. It's like a virtual high five. It helps us keep these conversations as down to earth and as relatable as your morning coffee. And speaking of practical strategies, conquering confidence killers, consider joining us at our Confidence Connection Workshop. We'll equip you with actionable steps to silence those confident crushing doubts, slay imposter syndrome, and confidently shine your light in your business. You're part of our incredible community now, and I'm here to uplift you and connect with you. Till our next aha moment together, stay real, stay faith-fueled, and always remember your confidence in Christ is the practical guide to a joyful and purpose-filled life.